Avengers! Hello everyone and welcome back to Excelsior, the world's number one Marvel's Avengers podcast. I'm your director, Christian Buckley, here for your episode for the weekend of October 22nd with the Apex legend, the Pumpkin King, Jack Martin. How are you? Excelsior, Christian. I'm doing well. Uh, not a lot of Marvel stuff going on. No. Been playing a lot of uh, Fallout New Vegas, I'll okay. tell you what. Mm-hmm. Hall of Game inductee mm-hmm. fallout new vegas mm-hmm. so that's been my free time but uh yeah i've been doing well but uh how about you you have some exciting news to share yes uh so this has been a process that's been going on for uh, about a month at this point but i have been brought on as the social lead for tech raptor the website TechRaptor.net. congratulations that is very exciting thank you yes the team is great I've been getting adjusted this week, first week, you know, first week vibes, but... Oh, I understand. I understand that all too well. But uh, yeah, that is fantastic. Uh, it's very, very nice to hear that you're uh, working in the games industry, in a sense. So that's awesome. Yeah, very exciting. This is something I've wanted to do for a very long time. So uh, thank you, listeners, for always supporting the stuff that we do over here. And Jack, thank you as well for being a great podcast co-host in all these years because it's absolutely helped me get to where i am so of thank course you. yeah you provided the foundation for all of us at joy click so it's been uh it's been a pleasure and yeah thanks for everything you do and congrats very very well deserved thank you very much uh this week though pretty light week as you said um unfortunately i haven't been spending much time in other marvel things marvel properties marvel games because you know, I've just been busy. I have a, a full-time job now. But Avengers isn't doing that much either, so we don't have to sweat. <laughs> There's not much to catch up on. Um, Christian, they knew you were starting a new job. They were like, all right, let's keep, yeah. a, let's keep a light week. Yes. Christian needs to get used to some things. Yeah. I, I very much appreciate it, Crystal Dynamics. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'll ask you this right here, Jack, because there's no other good time to bring it up. We'll get to Fury's report in a second. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday, October 20th. This is releasing, uh, again, Saturday, the 22nd. We're sandwiching the release of a game that I think is pretty similar to Marvel's Avengers. In the, it's a superhero action RPG mm. with lots of controversy going into its launch. That is Gotham Knights. Uh, are you picking it up? Because I know that there is probably some overlap between Agents of Excelsior, fans of the Avengers game, who probably like Batman. Maybe it's the people that have been following along with the Batman Longplay Club, but specifically that Gear Chase ARPG superhero game. Your next one is Gotham Knights. Like, what, what are you looking at that right now? How are you feeling about it? Do you think Avengers is going to be the the better game of the two when all is said and done? How, how are you looking at this situation? I'm not looking forward to it, and I'm not planning on getting it anytime soon, unfortunately. Despite really loving Batman and the Batman mythos, I have no particular interest in this. And this is something I was waiting on reviews for because... Seeing it when they first announced it and seeing it like throughout the years, which is weird to say because it's been a while, like 2020, I think they announced it. 
I was really interested and I liked and I really loved the concept of Batman being dead, which there's no way he actually is in the game. I don't know if that's true, but like, come on. I and, I know. I know the thing. I won't say yeah. it, but I, I know I'll tell you off air because the game isn't yeah. even out yet, but I did read the leaks on that. I'm sure it's nothing surprising, but in any case, a game 99% centered on the underlings of batman has always been really really interesting to me and like what does it mean for them to take over the mantle of being gotham's protectors but i think with all the weird decisions of like the gear and the looter sort of situation in like a single player game was not great like i don't love that stuff in avengers to be honest but I get it because it is sort of like a live service game, and I don't think it's horrible in Avengers, but it just seems kind of unnecessary in Gotham Knights, mm-hmm. and all the reviews that have been pouring out have been surprisingly low. Like, I was expecting this to sit at, like, a bunch of sevens, but we're getting fours and fives from, like, very big yeah. sites that don't often give out fours and fives for big games, and it just seems like, like there's so many tech issues with the game, and... I don't know. It's it's nothing I really want to spend money on. Yeah. Um, a while ago, I was surprised the closer we were getting to launch that there wasn't a Game Pass announcement for this game just because it had, it had the vibe. Um, it's just every single time I think of this game, especially every time I hear a headline about it the last couple months, I I think back to when we... I think it was you, me, and Kevin were watching DC Fandom when this game got announced and showcased and we were so locked in it was shown that initial demo it was Batgirl going through the streets Mr. Freeze taking everything over and then <laughs> bloop Robin has joined the session and then we were just like oh no yep. uh, what, what a, a roller coaster of a stream that was yeah but. and by the end of it we didn't even re- like know is this like Avengers mm-hmm like what exactly is going on here yeah and funny enough it's apparently very much like avengers because they have like a a four-player mode that's coming to the game so like wild times superhero arpgs so much potential there you know diablo what an example but uh sometimes you just can't get everything to be the best way it should you know yeah, it's upsetting because it's been so long since we've had a really great Batman game. Like, 2015 was Arkham Knight. That's been a really long time. And for this to come out in the state it is, like, especially with all the tech issues, that that really upset me seeing the Digital Foundry, Digital Foundry review with, yeah. like, they can't hit a stable 30. It has loading screens that are egregious in mm-hmm. a lot of instances it like the, the game was announced in 2020 for 2021 and it seems like a not a, clearly not as bad as a cyberpunk situation but it could have been hey we should probably push us for a year so we can at least have a locked 30 because if you're releasing a game in 2022 without having at least a locked 30 frames per second frame rate that's that's a really big issue yeah and i mean to be fair 
I, I feel like the Avengers launch was probably sloppier in terms of performance. I mean, I don't have first-hand account of Gotham Knights. I did have three days early access to Marvel's Avengers, right? And that was palatable, right? I was, I'm not some person who needs 60 frames to enjoy a game, but there was definitely dips on PS4 when Avengers came out. So, like, I, I think at the end of it all, my my interest is just like wow these games ended up being a lot more similar than we thought they were going to be when this was announced because this was announced like like leading up to the avengers launch like a month before that game came out so wild story i hope uh i hope suicide squad kill the justice league is that the one that's going to be the saving grace jack i mean maybe i I do feel like avengers at the end of the day I mean, maybe like maybe the public sentiment will be higher on Marvel's Avengers. Mm-hmm. It seems like a a definite better game than Gotham Knights does right now from the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I I'm not going to be playing that game, so I, I won't be able to make that final judgment. But like at least I mean, it's been supported for a couple of years now um, in a variety of different ways. It has like meaningful multiplayer in some capacity where Gotham Knights seems like the co-op is just kind of additive mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's at least something marvel's avengers can hang its hat on yep and we'll see just how long they can do that for but what's new in the game this week well not you know new new but maybe new to you uh tachyon anomaly is the event running until october 27th Uh, While you can participate in that event to get your better gear drops, because it is the highlighted event, you will also be earning triple XP if you're playing as Captain America. That is also running until the 27th. And we will get to Captain America in just a bit because he is now the trend, you know, the triple XP person gets ownership over the shop for the week, which again, a couple more things to update, but then we will get to the marketplace. If uh, you're still kicking around if you're a slacker if you are procrastinating you have 11 more days as of this recording nine more if you're listening to this the day it posts to get the free mcu outfits for iron man cap and thor i will stop saying this at some point if if they push it one more time jack if they just make it a thing again i'm never bringing it up on this podcast ever again all right i'll hold you to it Please do. If they put in different skins, I'll mention it. But how long are you going to celebrate the second anniversary? (laughs) That's true. Yeah, it's been, uh, I mean, certainly been over two years at this point. I mean, when was it like the 17th, September or something or another? I thought it was like September 3rd. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, But I was going to say, you know, maybe it is fitting that we're still celebrating the second anniversary. Because if you remember, features that were supposed to be there at launch took several months <laughs> to be implemented so maybe it's, the, it's just celebrating that launch era you know sure sure and i mean eventually we're gonna get that cloning lab and that's full circle yeah that'll, that'll be the end of the two-year anniversary celebration yep uh what a game uh if you are still chipping away at your shipments for the month you have until november 3rd captain america's secret empire outfit is still the shipment highlighted outfit in the game that is going to be a guaranteed drop once you claim 100 of those bad boys so 
if you have not finished it, keep on grinding, you're almost there. Or you can get a different skin, arguably maybe a cooler skin, I don't know, uh, in the marketplace if you want to front some cash. What's going on there, Jack? Yeah, this is the one we talked about last week. And it seems like that was maybe a mistake for them to include that because they didn't really show it off all that much. But this is Captain America's gladiator outfit from the 2015 Planet Hulk storyline. Uh, it's exactly what you think. This is Captain America's gladiator. Looks really cool. He's got blonde hair, though. Now that I'm noticing that, that feels wrong. Cap is uh, blonde, isn't he? Is he that blonde, though? That's a good point. That's like a bleach blonde hair situation. Yeah. Also, does he have a ponytail wrapped around I his? think he does, yeah. Wow. All right, I'm stewing on this one for a while. Um, <laughs> Comics Cap started... I've seen with bright, bright blonde hair before, to be fair. Yeah, this is... Saturation is very high. But, um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. He looks like a gladiator. Um, similar to, like, how Thor kind of looks in on Sakaar in uh in ragnarok that's kind of the vibe captain america is going for here and man gotta highlight the shield love the shield redesigns i'm so glad that they do that it'd be really distracting if they didn't this is like a war-torn sort of vibe uh the star is very different it is like more of a cutout rather than an actual emblem um it's got some like cuts and uh discoloration across the shield itself so yeah this is a cool one I'm with you. I immediately got Thor vibes because you're right. They did sneak this into a bundle last week uh, for the, I think it was called like the Spooktacular bundle or something. Um, I absolutely at first glance was like, oh, is that Thor? It's like, oh no, it's yeah. Captain America. But uh, yeah, that's what you're getting if you want the new newness in the marketplace uh there's also a sale of course on captain america everything excluding this new outfit and his mcu outfits are 50 percent off so costumes emotes nameplates takedowns have at it enjoy your captain america probably i don't know get like a firework emote there's probably one of those in there but yeah gotta be that's it for avengers so meanwhile there's some other things going on in the marvel universe First up, this is an ongoing story. Um, I saw a tweet that added to this headline when uh, we took our brief pause before we started recording. Deadpool is taking over the Midnight Suns Twitter account in some meta marketing thing that they're doing because, you know, Deadpool fourth wall breaker himself are you into that are you into the deadpool style marketing for things like i think ryan reynolds with his deadpool marketing does it well but i've definitely seen some egregious deadpool marketing i get that i do like this because i like nolan north mm -hmm. and i honestly don't remember the last time nolan north has been deadpool like obviously he had the 360 Deadpool game. Did you ever what, play did that? He... I never played it. No. I remember Kevin streamed it on YouTube.com/slash/joyclicks. He did a full playthrough uh, of that game really? for some reason, and he hated it. <laughs> but 
to answer your question, I do think Nolan North voiced him in Ultimate Alliance 3, which okay. was the Switch game from a couple years ago. But since then, I could not tell you the last time I heard Nolan North do uh, Deadpool. Yeah, I figure he probably pops up in a bunch of different, like, smaller Marvel mm-hmm. games. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if Marvel Snap has voice acting, but I can see him being in that. Um, but this was cool. I, it, I mean, I, I don't know if I would expect Deadpool to be in Midnight Suns. I guess Deadpool is one of those characters that could be in any team up yeah situation Mm -hmm. so i mean it seems like this is going to happen like this midnight stuns wouldn't tweet this if he wasn't going to be in the game so yeah like dlc at some point maybe pre-order bonus i'm i'm not really sure yeah because they did showcase a teaser image of dlc and i think it was like oh that's probably uh i think the speculation was moon knight maybe and like a couple other characters that people could tie some things to and i i want to say in that graphic for their season pass there were bullet holes and people were like what would that be so if deadpool isn't in the main roster which honestly i would hope he's in the main roster i I would feel bummed if you put deadpool behind dlc as somebody who like might pick this game up since i skipped on the other superhero game i was considering this year um I, I would I would hope he's in the roster, the base game, because I feel like that's a cool addition to, you know, not necessarily have a comedic relief because you do have Spider-Man in the main roster, but like just something to it's like when you put some some dairy in some hot sauce, you know, and you, you, you cut through the heat a little bit. You know, this game is very sure. intense and I feel like a Deadpool being in here can just be like a nice palate cleanser to a degree. Sure, that makes sense. And I'm curious about if this is dlc for the game like what does that strategy look like because to me it seems like this is like a linear sort of progress of the story Mm -hmm. with your heroes and would the dlc like if that comes out a few months later is that just hey now deadpool's in the game so you have to start over the game Mm -hmm. with deadpool i don't know if that makes too much sense to me so even if it is like a pre-order bonus that's i guess that's fine i'd, I'd rather have deadpool from the start yeah rather I agree. Than like a, in addition i mean there's also a possibility that some of the dlc characters could bring with them story right where mm-hmm. i've played fire emblem three houses and i love that that's a strategy game and they did eventually they did a dlc which adds some new characters in like a, a middle chapter to the game i never went back to it uh i'm planning on when i do a replay for a different you know story path but um I know, like, the Mario and Rabbids strategy game, they did a Donkey Kong DLC, and that was just a completely separate campaign. So I think there's room for something like that. But, again, it feels weird. I know there's been delays, but it feels weird to talk about characters that will be coming down the line with your season pass when the game is still two months out, or a month and a half right now. Um but I agree with you. I do like the marketing they're doing here. I think it's funny. I, I like Nolan North as Deadpool. He's way more crass, I think, than the Ryan Reynolds Deadpool can be, probably because of the delivery. But the the promo video was very funny. I like that it's a bad green screen, and you can see, like, a dithering effect of, of like, it's not chroma-keyed correctly. Like, I think that's funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the development that happened recently was that 
hashtag Deadpool Suns is the new name of the Midnight Suns account, uh, tweeted out about Storm. So apparently, I think he announced that Storm is one of the characters in the game. This was not known before. This could have been in a leak before, but officially, Storm has been added to the roster of Midnight Suns. So Very cool. Yeah, I'm just looking at that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's great. I think it's cool that Midnight Suns is pulling from different um, like teams throughout the Marvel mm-hmm. universe. So like we have X Men characters, Avengers characters, um, kind of standalone heroes here and there. Uh, so it's it's really cool to see Storm in here. I feel like I don't really know too much about Storm except through like the X Men movies. So it'd be nice to learn a little bit more about her through this game. Yeah. Um, the only thing I really know beyond the typical knowledge of you know the x-men films is that at one point she was married to t'challa so Mm. i don't know if that's something they'll play up in the game is black panther in this game do we know Ooh, that's a great question he'd be a really cool character to be in here i feel like he could be in here but i forget i don't know let me look at the key art regardless I'm very excited to see more of Midnight Suns. Um, the closer we get to it, the more I'm like kind of feeling a game like that. So this is fun. I like Deadpool. I'm sure he's going to have some cool some cool uh, abilities with all those cards, you know, how, the, how it's going to work out. But <laughs> I forgot about the whole card thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it could still be good, though. It could still be good. It. Yeah, I'm not a card guy. I mean, maybe I haven't been introduced to a good card system, but I don't know. doesn't yeah. seem like it's for me. Yeah. Well, you know what is for probably Mike Connors, host of Jedi Knights? What's that? And I, I would imagine you too, but Mike for sure. Harrison Ford, what a guy. Oh, what an what actor. Yep. Uh, we talked about this already, uh, but I think it was a rumor when we talked about it last week. It's been confirmed through The Hollywood Reporter that Harrison Ford is going to be playing Thunderbolt Ross in the MCU. Uh, it's been updated recently uh, via Deadline, I think, talking about uh, the production of everything, where he's going to be playing Ross in both Thunderbolts and captain america 4 and currently the rumors are that captain america 4 is going to begin filming in march so new era thunderbolt ross maybe building up to some red hulk thing in the thunderbolts film but i can't imagine seeing harrison ford as a hulk dude oh and we're getting that (laughs) so that's gonna be very interesting i i think he needs to express the rage in his heart for playing Han Solo in the 21st century. <laughs> I think he's just had that pent up. And the fact that he had to do it twice, like, I, I think he will have fun with this, is my guess. Yeah, I'm really interested to see his approach to this, especially off camera. Like, I want to hear the interviews with him. Yeah. Like, why did you decide to do this? Because <laughs> he's very <laughs> candid as a human being. Uh-huh. So I want to hear that. Uh, and, like, it's 
I don't like when people are like, wow, I can't believe Marvel got this person. It's like, of course they did. Marvel's the biggest thing in the world. So, but still, it is surprising that Harrison Ford decided to do this. And we talked about it earlier because his disdain for Star Wars, you know, in a lot of ways. Maybe Mm -hmm. not. Maybe disdain's a little too harsh. But he is very flippant about Star Wars, much more than he is about other roles that that we found out. Like, Like Indiana Jones... He's very emotional about, which was surprising. But mm-hmm. for him to join this, you know, popcorn, big, one of the big, biggest things in the world, MCU, as Thunderbolt Ross, is very interesting and very exciting. Um, I, I'm i glad he's now officially joined the MCU. Definitely. You know who else might be joining the MCU? <laughs> Who's that? Mephisto. Fool me once. <laughs> the devil did it, Jack. <laughs> What's that? That I feel like Michael Caine said that in something like the greatest trick the devil ever pulled. Was that something he said? That or was that? Good, that was a good Michael Caine. Uh, that in the Prestige, maybe. Are you talking about Batman? Is no. Is that quote from? Like of like greater literature, or like the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Is that just from like some stupid bro movie from like two thousand five? Oh, I don't know. I've no I, that might be like a Wall Street thing. I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking about it, but I feel like I don't know where I'm going with this, but I do feel like Michael Caine said that in one movie before. So <laughs> I was gonna, I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna try and tie it back into the the Mephisto thing, like what you're saying. Uh, anyway, Deadline, again, typically on point with these things, has been able to confirm through one of their sources close to the production of multiple MCU projects that Mephisto is apparently coming into play and Mephisto is being played by none other than Sasha Baron Cohen. So this character is going to be really stupid <laughs> is what that tells me. <laughs> sure. There's, I don't know if anyone can take this character seriously with Sasha Baron Cohen playing. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Like, um, what's he done aside from Borat and Bruno that people are like, man, this guy's got the chops. So I know there's something, and I can't tell you what it is, but I do remember for a period of time, there was like a discussion of him going to be playing Freddie Mercury in the Queen biopic, but he wanted to go in like this really dark, raw direction, and the band was like, no, we want to make it a family film. So then they got uh, Remy Malik, but I, yeah, I feel like with the MCU, like I hear Mephisto... I want them to go Scott Derrickson, Sam Raimi vibe, but they will probably go Taika Waititi vibe. Um, and I imagine... I think it just depends on what movie he's in, honestly. Because I could see Sasha Baron Cohen like leaning into like a character for it, but like still being pretty evil, dark, you know, emo boy versus slapsticky. I think there's an avenue for either. Sure. I think that's a good point. I'm leaning towards slapsticky, like sure. very hard. Um, 
I guess like I don't really care because I don't really know too much about Mephisto. Mm-hmm. I know him like slightly from the comics. But man, what a time that was in uh, January, February of 2021 where everyone was on the Mephisto train. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there is a project that he's rumored to be appearing in. And it's definitely not the one you would guess. <laughs> um, it's not anything involving like the quantum realm or that we know of or things like that. No mystic arts. Apparently, he's been around the set of Ironheart. Yeah, that's weird. That is a very weird project for Mephisto to show up in. Yeah, is that a disney plus show or is that a movie it's hard to keep track of these days but i think it's a show okay okay show for now yes but i mean like unless he's introducing a different character right because we know riri williams is being introduced in wakanda forever and that is going to probably lead into her Ironheart show like the show could be like hey, Mephisto just signed a deal with Norman Reedus and we'll see you in a Ghost Rider thing, you know? Like, it could be that. Or maybe she's just doing a deal with the devil to get some of this tech. I don't know. But weirdest rumor and the fact that it's, like, kind of substantiated, I think, is what makes this even weirder. Yeah, very, very, very odd on all counts. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to handle Mephisto. I don't... And for them to bring it up with Ironheart, that seems... That seems like two different, completely different things. Yeah, so... In your eyes, right, somebody who is very outspoken about your distaste for most of the, you know, hellish demon-y to some extent some of the Doctor Strange stuff in Marvel how would you prefer Mephisto to be handled right because like you said it's going to be difficult with just the history and baggage of that name in the MCU in this era but also with Sasha Baron Cohen like is there a direction where you would like to see them lean that could be at least interesting to you even if you know the the scenario or the fact that they're just you know introducing the devil might not be something you're into yeah i guess maybe not make him i know that they say it's like marvel's devil but like don't make him you know satan (laughs) or you know lucifer who fell from heaven the devil from the bible yeah don't do that and i don't think they will like if he was like Maybe, like, the MCU's version of, like, just a, you know, capital D demon. Sure, that's fine. Um, I would like him to be serious, but something like what you mentioned, I don't really like the sort of demonic side of Marvel, and I think a lot of that is because I I feel like anytime they introduce, like, a bunch of, like, smaller villains or, like, any sort of demons in general it's just 
very loose like any of the rules associated with them i don't really understand so if they just make it simplified um i feel like it and make him imposing in, in some way like dormammu i feel like maybe a good example where you kind of get it and he doesn't he's not very present throughout the entirety but it's more his the idea of him is um scary I think maybe that is probably the, the approach I'd want them to take. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I would hope it's that as well, personally. Um, but I I don't know what the barometer for that is with Marvel lately, right? Because if you look at the recent addition to that sort of area of Marvel, it's Multiverse of Madness. And Multiverse of Madness, while it does lean into demonic elements it presents them in a way that i feel like is in a its own kind of little pocket where it's not fully uh slapstick but it's not really like terrifying it, it, it's rainy right so like it, it's hard to judge what direction they would go in with this character or this sort of realm currently right because the most recent example is kind of an anomaly so I would hope it's at least something closer to the, the Raimi level, but like what you're saying would be ideal. Um, I, I think my main worry would that it is just going to be like, like a whomp, whomp sort of a introduction or use, I guess. Yeah, that's that's kind of my worry as well. So we will see as we approach but there is really not much else going on in marvel is there anything else you wanted to talk about this week uh i'm gonna be traveling for the next week so we won't have an episode but uh any any final thoughts any resolutions of conversations that we've had uh, this week not really um it's it is sort of a lighter period for the mcu she hulk wrapped up um we had werewolf by night I assume we'll probably get a behind-the-scenes thing with She-Hulk maybe next week or the week after. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I mean, Black Panther's coming up really soon. I have tickets yeah, for that. Is. I'm very, very excited for that. That's like, I think, three weeks? Yeah, three weeks from this episode releasing. So, very exciting. Um, but yeah, really not too much going on. Really not much indeed. But we will be back in november look at that happy That's halloween wild. in the meantime yep. uh do you, I'll, I'll end there do you have any fun halloween plans uh if not you can just go go ahead with your sign off but any any nice little spooky treats for the for the 31st this year uh nothing like marvel related i'm doing homecoming for our uh alma mater which will be Shout exciting out. which is that weekend but uh maybe i'll rewatch werewolf by night yeah. because that was good mm -hmm. and it's really quick but uh do you have any halloween plans uh i'm gonna be in new york so like you know whatever festivities we can find but uh visit the sanctum sanctorum dude i should do that <laughs> well jack as always it's been a pleasure so where can the agents of excelsior find you until next time sure you can follow me on twitter at fascinated jack we're uh we've wrapped up our well for the most part, we've wrapped up our Arkham City discussion. 
on the Long Clay Club, which you can find on youtube.com slash joyclicks or on podcast services of your choice. We're going to be talking about the Harley Quinn's Revenge DLC sometime soon, so look out for that. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, we'll be talking about Arkham Knight at some point in November, so you can look forward to that. But Christian, what about you? For sure. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, TikTok, at Chun2D2, as well as here, youtube.com slash joyclicks for the video version of Excelsior every weekend alongside Apple Podcasts, Spotify. For the audio version, just look up Excelsior, Avengers Podcasts, Joyclicks. You'll see everything we do. Uh, or you can just look at it on the YouTube channel. Like Jack said, we got the Longplay Club up there. Uh, we got episodes of Arkham City releasing in the coming weeks for you, despite... Me being away, you'll still be getting to hear myself and Jack talk about superheroes just in Batman form. But we will return in the future very shortly. You can support the shows if you don't want to just leave a little rating and review. That takes a quick second by going to patreon.com slash joyclicks at the $1 and $5 tiers. Five bucks will give you producer credit on every show we produce like Aaron Easton and Jose Garcia. So thank you once again. We'll be back have a safe and fun Halloween. Enjoy some Marvel things. I hope you enjoy Gotham Knights if you did pick it up. Or I'm sorry if you did pick it up, depending on how you feel with it. But until we return, Excelsior. Excelsior. Excelsior.